to become the servant of all. That's what Jesus talks about today in our gospel. What does that look like? Who could we look to for examples? I think immediately we should go to Pope Francis, whose witness has captured the hearts of many people. He is gentle, reaching out to all people, rich or poor, healthy or sick, imprisoned or free. Think back to that image that went viral last year of Pope Francis embracing this man who had so many tumors on his face that the man was completely disfigured. Pope Francis called the man to himself and embraced him. Now there are some uh, people who wrote about this in the New York Magazine and uh, they interviewed that man and he said that so many people in society have rejected him that he has been on planes and people have asked him to move to another seat. But Pope Francis looked beyond that and he saw the man for who he was, a beloved child of God. Or think about that young girl bullied by so many because of her skin condition, recently featured on this ABC virtual audience with Pope Francis. In that audience, in that conversation he had with her, he told her to be courageous and invited her to sing a song for him. And so now our world awaits Pope Francis's visit to the United States, where he will spend time not only with our government officials, not only with our bishops, and with families, and yes, even prisoners at one of the correctional institutions in our country. Pope Francis is a servant of all, reaching out to so many different people. Secondly, I like to think of St. Damien of Molokai, affectionately called the leper priest. He's one of my favorite saints, and I know I say that a lot, so I guess I have a lot of favorite saints. But uh, St. Damien also is very near to my heart because he's my birthday saint. And I found out if you go and Google the feast day of St. Damien, Catholic Online actually doesn't have the right date. (laughs) So you can't figure out what my birthday is if you go to Catholic Online. Regardless though, St. Damien was born in 1840. Damien came to the United States as a missionary Uh, as part of a religious community in 1860. And in the 1870s, he volunteered to serve a leper colony in Molokai in Hawaii. You see, the lepers were unclean, and so they sent them off. They ostracized them to a completely different island so that we wouldn't have to deal with them. But Father Damien's heart was moved to serve those people, knowing that they needed the sacraments as much as anyone else did. He wanted to love them and to respect them for who they were as children of God. During his time in Molokai, Father Damien contracted leprosy himself, becoming a suffering servant, a leper to the lepers. He risked his entire life and died as a servant of all. Lastly, I'd like to look at one other individual. Her name is Sister Elvira. I know of the work of Sister Elvira because I visited one of her communities while I was in Bosnia a number of years ago. She was an Italian nun, and she founded a community called Cinacolo. That's Italian for Seneca. And in her own life, she experienced poverty. She witnessed the addictive behavior of her father, who was enslaved to alcoholism. And so seeing all those things and keeping them in her heart 
As a sister, she felt the great desire to reach out to the young people who had taken up the wrong path and to help them to turn their lives around. So she brought together a community of these people, people who struggle with addictions, with drugs and alcohol and everything else. They live in community and experience Christ together. And they love each other and overcome their addictions. And it's successful. So much so that there are places here in the States of the Chinaklo community and all throughout Europe. It is quite popular. She serves all people, regardless of their mental health, regardless of addict addiction or not. Pope Francis, St. Damien, and Sister Elvira are ordinary people who felt the movement of God deep within. And so they followed him. Their stories resonate within us. In our gospel today, Jesus is speaking to his disciples, and they begin to argue about who is the greatest among them. He says they must become the servant of all, that the last will be the servant of all. And of course, Jesus is the great example of being last and being the servant of all. He is the one who serves all people, rich or poor, saint or sinner, he dined with tax collectors, forgave the penitent woman, and cleansed the lepers. He reached out to so many people. In our tradition, we often use this language that we must become like Christ, to become Christ-like and Christ to other people. Our readings talk a lot about vices today, from wisdom and James and even our gospel, the vices that really prevent us from being servants. It was there in the book of wisdom as uh, the wicked want to put to death the just one. Of course, that just one is a prophecy of Jesus and how the wicked do put him to death. In our letter from St. James, he says that wherever jealousy and selfish ambition exists, there is disorder and every foul practice. Then he goes on to refer to murder and to envy. And in our gospel today, we see the pride of the apostles who are arguing about their greatness in the eyes of the world. And so Jesus challenges them. These are not simply the attributes of a servant. Because if we want to be a servant, we should look to Christ, who is the example par excellence. Jesus is the model, and in our gospel today, he teaches us what a servant looks like. I would say that Jesus tells us that a servant is one who listens. In our gospel, Jesus is listening along the way, allowing the disciples to talk among themselves, to argue. And then in Jesus' own way, brings it up to them later and asks them, what were you arguing about on the way? Jesus heard them, he listened to them, and now approaches them. In our own lives, are we people who listen who listen to our God in prayer, who listen to our families, and listen to the needs of others. If we do, then we have become servants. A servant, I think, is also gentle and patient. These are attributes which the Book of Wisdom talks about today. But we see the gentleness of Jesus and his patience in working with his disciples. Now, we're reading the continuation of Mark's Gospel and so last week, recall that Jesus rebukes Peter and says, Get behind me, Satan, because Peter begins to challenge Jesus about his death and about his need to suffer and to rise. So today, the evangelist tells us they still don't understand. They don't get it. 
But Jesus is patient with them, continuing to teach them and to enlighten them. In our own lives, are we gentle? Are we patient with the people we encounter? Because if we are, that's when we become a servant. Thirdly, I'd say that a servant is one who is humble, humility. This virtue is in contradistinction to what the apostles are arguing about, about the pride that they have about wanting to be great. Jesus, of course, is the most humble of them all. He, be, he was so much, so humble that he became like us in all things but sin, taking on our human nature. He was humble being born in the manger in Bethlehem on Christmas morning. He was humble as he died on the cross for us, dying the death of a common criminal, humble in order to save us from our sins. In our conversations, in all that we do, do we exhibit humility? Because when we do, that's when we become a servant. Fourthly, I'd say a servant is one who is aware. Jesus was really aware in our gospel today. He saw that child and then thought to himself, I can use this child as a moment of teaching about the kingdom. And so he does. He brings that child into their midst and explains a teaching about him. In our own lives, are we aware of God's action and movement in our hearts and in our lives and in our world? Are we aware of the needs of others? Because when we're aware, that's when we become a servant. Lastly, fifthly, I'd say that a servant is one who is welcoming, who welcomes. That's what Jesus says at the end of the gospel. Whoever receives a little child receives not only me, but receives the one who sent me. If we want to be a servant, we should be welcoming then to receive a little child. Just a few weeks ago, Pope Francis was uh, speaking about the refugee situation throughout the world. He invited the churches in Europe to open their doors and to welcome the refugees in. Pope Francis doesn't just say, he does too. And so he invited some refugees to come and live in the Vatican. Are we aware of that need? Would we do that if the opportunity posed itself? Are we willing to welcome the immigrant or the unborn? When we welcome others in the name of Christ, that's when we become a servant. My friends, if we want to be a follower of Jesus, we must take on a persona of a servant to become a servant to all people. Our world, our church needs more people like Pope Francis and St. Damien and Sister Elvira who are willing to respond from the depths of their heart to serve people on all the margins of society regardless of who they are. Not only did they listen to their God, but they listened to the cry of the people that they heard in their daily lives. They were gentle and patient, humble servants aware of the needs of others. This week, we'll welcome Pope Francis to the United States. He'll speak a message, and many ears will be listening for it. Will our minds and our hearts and our ears be opened to the message that Pope Francis will speak to us? Let us pray that our hearts will be open, for surely the words he speaks are always challenging, but they'll make us better disciples, better servants to all people.